0: Welcome to the Work, Wealth, and Travel podcast. I'm your host, Nicole, and this podcast is your guide to start creating a lifestyle by design. From entrepreneurship, money and finance, taxes and residencies, and everything in between, this show highlights the nuances of a true global citizen lifestyle. Let's dive in welcome back to the podcast in today's solo episode i wanted to talk about some of the digital nomad finance management tips and i'm gonna dive into my top three i did a whole youtube video on this with seven or eight of my different tips so if you want to check out everything it is on youtube but these are my top three tips for finance management as a digital nomad i've been traveling full-time for almost three years now, and I've been a digital nomad and expat for six, going on seven, eight, nine, going on many, many more years. The first one is to buy the thing that you need. And this may sound a little bit confusing, but I'm gonna dive into what that means. So when you're traveling, whether you know that you need good Wi-Fi and you know that you need to pay a little bit more money for somewhere, has 100% good Wi-Fi verified so that you are not going to be scrambling, looking for a Starbucks or trying to find new accommodation. This can also look like travel insurance if you are traveling full time or even just taking a holiday and you know that what you're doing is maybe you're going off the grid or you're going to be going to many different destinations in a short period of time. For whatever reason, get the travel insurance if you're thinking that it may be something that you need Another option for buying the thing that you need can look like gear insurance. Also getting gear insurance if you have expensive equipment that you're going to be bringing with you. These are just a few examples, but buy the thing that you need is something that I have. It's taken me a while. When I first started this journey, I didn't realize how important this was and just spend the money, spend the money on whatever it is that you need. For me, it usually looks like having verified good internet. But whatever it may be for you and your specific travel and plans, spend the money because you will wish that you spent that money when you have to fork over extra hundreds or even potentially thousands of dollars. Who knows what will happen if you don't buy the thing that you need? It goes wrong and then you have to start at square zero again. That is my first one is to not be cheap and just buy the thing you need. My next digital nomad finance management tip is to have bank accounts all over the world. I know that this may sound perplexing, but let me dive into why this is so important and and what I do and what I talk about in my content, especially on YouTube every single day. I am such a proponent of diversification, living a global citizen life, And this isn't for everybody, but if you are at a stage where you have left your home country and you are diversifying, this is definitely more difficult for Americans. So this is much easier to say if you're not American, but still you want to have as many bank accounts as possible in the world. And increasingly it's becoming so much more difficult, unfortunately, to open bank accounts if you are not a resident, but there are still some great countries you can do this. Panama is a very famous one. You don't even need to be in Panama if you're interested in opening a bank account. Really affordable price, just a few thousand dollars to have peace of mind and insurance that you have alternative options in different countries. Feel free to reach out to me, my team, and I can help with that. But another good option is Georgia. Georgia, you do physically have to be there unless you have power of attorney in your name, in which case we can also help with that. If you are thinking of opening a bank account remotely, but if you do go to the country, sometimes it can be easier. The importance of this is that, and this is something I talk about a lot, but I really just like to hammer home how important it is to have diversification if you're living a global citizen life. You don't want one government, one country to lay claims to absolutely everything that you have. So this goes back to the five flag theory, which I have done a previous episode on here and also on my YouTube speaking about what the five flag theory is and why it is so important. There are easily 10 plus flags these days, always increasing, but really the five core principles of five flag theory and the five flags are your citizenship, your business, banking, your playground, so where you spend time, and then your tax and personal residence can sometimes be one, can sometimes be two separate categories or two separate flags, but I just like to include them as one. You really want to make sure that if at all possible, you have all of these different flags in different places around the globe so that, you know, if your business and your business banking get frozen for whatever reason, you still have access to other passports. You still have access to bank accounts in other countries. And you still have your playground that could be where you spend, where you'd like to spend time, where you have homes, where you have boats, whatever that may look like. Those are all in different countries as well. So, no one country can freeze all of your assets or lay claims to everything you own. You never know what will happen. The Canadian trucker protest and the government freezing bank accounts is a great example of that. <laughs> that is my global citizen rant, but so, so important to have bank accounts in as many countries around the world. Every country I go to, I always just pop in and usually the answer is no, but I like to try anyways to pop into a bank and ask as a non-resident, as just a tourist, if I can open a bank account. Like I said, it's usually a no, which I always expect beforehand, but it is best to try. There are some countries, Ecuador, Costa Rica, that also offer a pretty easy opening of bank accounts. And like I said, if you are interested in any of these options, feel free to reach out to me. The last digital nomad finance management tip is one that seems so straightforward, but really is not. When you're living this lifestyle and you are traveling all the time and everything is new and exciting, it can be really difficult to not spend based on your values so something that i like to call value-based spending it can be very very easy as with anything to get swept up and to want to do all of it all the time if you can that's awesome but usually when you're starting this lifestyle you cannot and of course this isn't always the case but sometimes it's just not feasible for you to do a tour every single day and go out for dinner two, three times per day. That can add up easily, like I said, especially when you are starting this lifestyle. So really figure out what your core values are in this lifestyle and focus on value-based spending when you're spending your money. Value-based spending looks completely different for every individual. It is definitely not a one-size-fits-all, but Value-based spending as an example can look like if you know that doing the thing when you're in that country is important to you. So you're in Peru going to Machu Picchu, you know, doing the thing that everyone does, the tour, the excursion, the thing to do in that country is your priority, which for a lot of travelers it is, especially if you're short-term traveling. Make sure that you are setting money aside prior to the trip or prior to the destination if you are traveling full-time. So that you can experience that because that is based on your values. Perhaps eating out is something that is important to you. You want to experience the local food and the culture through the food. Save some extra money. Put that aside. Know what the pricing for food and restaurants, whatnot is before you arrive. And you can set that money aside if that is what is important to you perhaps, oh gosh, there's so many things you could do. If sports are important, doing the local sport, you know, we're going to Peru, doing surfing, if you want to try that, whatever it looks like for you, make sure that you focus on value-based spending. So those are my three top tips for digital nomad finance management. I have all of my tips in my YouTube video. I will link it down below if you are interested in watching that and hearing all of them. But I hope you've enjoyed this short solo episode of some of my top finance tips that I have learned throughout many, many years of living abroad not living in my home country, being a global citizen and going where I am treated best. You've just listened to the Work, Wealth and Travel podcast. If anything from this episode resonated with you, I would appreciate if you share this podcast on your socials. And of course, be sure to tag me. And don't forget to leave a review on your favorite podcast platform. Thank you for joining me on this global citizen journey, and I'll see you in the next episode.